0: It is game week and opening week for high school basketball in class AA. and joining us right now on the Whitefish Credit Union hotline. It is the co-defending state champion head coach of the Capital Lady Bruins, Katie Garson Forba. Coach, thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate you coming on the show.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. It's always nice to to be able to talk basketball with somebody.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And and you and I were just talking before we jumped on the air here, Coach, about just getting to this point, getting to this week, being so close to game day. We only got 24 hours, well, a little bit more than 24 hours uh, before we get to game day, uh, but just getting to this point.
1: Oh, I think, you know, I hats off to our administration and MHSA and making an effort to get us to this point Um, when things ended in March, there were so many unknowns. And then as things kind of, you know, progressed uh, throughout the fall, there was, you know, just that hope that, okay, we're, we're going to get a chance here. So to be this close uh, to where we can actually have a game, it's, it's been a long time coming. It feels like it's been ages since, since we got to step on the court with the, with the team. Um, But it's just the administration has really worked tirelessly to make this happen. And I can't thank them enough for all their efforts.
0: Well, Coach, what's it been like this last month? Just obviously you've only had practices, but trying to navigate as a program, as a coach, uh, through this pandemic as everyone is?
1: You know, I think we've made adjustments as we learn more about how we can effectively run our practices. Um, I think it's actually helped us have to be more efficient in what we're teaching and what we're working on, um, which is a good thing. Um, And so the kids, you know, we're keeping things moving Throughout practices, um, you know they've they've figured out what hand sanitizer they prefer over others that we have in the gym, which is kind of an interesting conversation that, that the girls will have. But um, you know, I think as different probra- programs have experienced different things with potential contact tracing and quarantine situations, we've all kind of shared that information, uh, which is really really helpful and. The kids have been awesome as far as keeping their masks on, social distancing, really trying to be diligent about that stuff. And I think that that's going to be a really important thing to help us, you know, have as much opportunity for games as possible. Um, So it's really been we've learned a lot as we've gone in the last month and a half, and I think we'll continue to.
0: Coach, you talked about sharing information there. Let me get your thoughts on that, because at the same time, did you reach out to the fall sport coaches and how they kind of handled things? Uh, Was that a a resource to kind of figure out how to navigate as you're going to have to go on the road uh, here over the next several weeks?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're very lucky because we have multiple kids that played a fall sport, and so we can kind of get feedback from them and then talking to the coaches. And, you know, I talked with our volleyball coach, a little bit um, and just figured out how they did things, even just trying to run a tryout and have that, you know, be uh, successful and get the most out of it to be able to place kids, but do it in a safe way was challenging. And so, um, you know, I I talked with Rebecca, I, uh, Guy Almquist, our boys coach and I, we were, we communicated a lot about that sort of stuff. And then actually other AA coaches, uh, you know, reached out, we had court, you know, communication about stuff. And so that was really cool. And one thing I think the AA coaches um, are really unique in that sense of just really wanting to share information and help help everybody have as much success as possible. So through those conversations, we were able to, you know, kind of look at things and see what would make the most sense and what's the most protective, but still allows us to to, you know, run an effective practice and be on the road and take the right precautions.
0: Then, coach, uh, building team chemistry. Obviously, everyone's got to be socially distant. Uh, trying to do those things, smaller groups is what I've been hearing as well. How, has that affected how to build team chemistry uh, with your group?
1: You know, I think we're really lucky with our our varsity group and some of those returning kids. They've played a lot of basketball together, and you know, some of them have played together since sixth, seventh, eighth grade. So I think that that gives us kind of a, a Boost in our team chemistry, but we definitely haven't been able to do the stuff that we've done in the past. We used to, we always do a Christmas party before uh, Christmas games and do a little gift exchange and a bunk up night, and it's always just really fun because the kids can, you know, be outgoing. They can be themselves. It's great chemistry building. Well, we couldn't do that this year, so figuring out other ways we can we can do that has um, been an important thing. But it was neat. I mean, after teams were selected. I know our JV varsity group they were all on a Snapchat group chat together like within the day and they have a lot of conversations through that and um you know just enjoy being you know just enjoy each other and so I think that they've you know we've got a little bit of support already from the chemistry that exists but it's definitely tough and we're trying you know okay we'll be great teammates how do we build that chemistry but don't spend any time together um <laughs> it's it's a weird thing to navigate for sure
0: and then, Coach, uh, as you guys have this season, obviously, um, this was in no control of what you guys could do last March, but being co-state champions, co-defending champions, has that still kind of left a bad taste in, in the program's mouth and in your guys' mouth and your players' mouth uh, and give you something a little extra, an edge for this season?
1: Um, I don't think that it it hurts, you know, the effort that these girls are putting out. I would say that Um, we have some really competitive kids in our program and the senior class, they they don't like to lose. They're not used to losing. Um, A lot of them have had success in other sports. And so I think really for them, the big push is let's finish this off the best way that we can, their senior years, their careers. Um, And we have some younger kids that are just, they're just competitive. Our practices, they're battling every day. So I think that who these kids are. Um, and I think our seniors have kind of set that expectation of competitiveness and, um, you know, just go leave it out on the court sort of mentality. I think that that helps. Um, it's at the back of their mind. I think the, the co state champion part of it, but, you know, really we're not, they haven't dwelled too much on that. It's like, yeah, that was, you know, it was weird. And, uh, but everything that we've been in, in this last year has been weird. So they kind of roll with it and, this group is really resilient. I, I'm amazed at their maturity and how they've approached things. So it may be in the back of their mind, but I think they just want to go out and play and compete and give themselves the best chance they can by the end of the season.
0: Right now we are with the head coach of the Capital Lady Bruins, Katie Garson Forba. Uh, coach, you guys had all of this extra practice time. How did you feel about essentially almost a month of practice before your first game?
1: Anytime you can have extended practice, it allows you to to refine things a little bit. So I don't think that it was a bad thing at all. Um, We tried to approach it as a program that every day we get to be together as a blessing. And um, it's another opportunity for us to just get 1% better and to continue to improve. Uh, We're definitely getting to the point where it's okay, it's time to play a game now. Let's, let's roll the ball out and let's go play somebody else. But uh, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing. We were able to uh, refine some of the stuff with the varsity group with some of the returners, build some of that chemistry with the kids that are going to fill roles for us next year or this season from last year's season. Um, and then, you know, we've got a couple freshmen that are up on JV varsity and some sophomores, and it helped them just to have that extra time in that competitive practice environment, I think, to, to be ready to go for game one.
0: My future guest is the head coach of the Capital Lady Bruins, Katie Garson. For but we'll talk about her team, her roster, and what they're looking for this week here, opening week of games. Next, you're on the Knockout Sports. We're talking Class AA girls basketball, and we are chatting with the head coach of the Capital Lady Bruins, the co-defending state champions. Head coach Katie Garson-Forba joins us on the Whitefish Credit Union hotline. Uh, Coach, taking a look at your roster, uh, you guys are once again a really good team, returned so much as you mentioned already, uh, but obviously one of the best players in girls basketball, Paige Barch. I got to start with her. What's it like to coach a player like her? What's she been like this month of practice?
1: You know, she is. Uh, one of the most competitive kids. She's also one of the goofiest kids. Uh, so she does a really good job of, um, you know, keeping our practices fun and light, but she also has the ability just to take over and just, you know, be really dominant. Uh, it's, it's a luxury to get to coach a coach, kid like that. You know, obviously you can't coach, you know, you can't coach heights. And so having six, four definitely helps. Um, she has continued to grow her games, not having, Uh, some of the travel volleyball stuff this summer. She was able to be at more of our stuff, just open gyms and some of the scrimmages. And I think that that's only helped her. Uh, She came in really excited for basketball season, which was cool. She, you know, volleyball is a big sport, but she's just focused and she's, she's fun to coach. She picks up things so quickly and she, I think above all else, she's a really, really good teammate. Um, She doesn't care if she's the one scoring points or, what her stats look like as long as we're winning games. And that's a really unique thing. I think when you have a kid of that caliber uh, on your team.
0: Talking about her sister, Danny, what's it like to coach her?
1: You know, they're very different, which is really fun. Uh, Even though they're twins, it's uh, they have two different mindsets. They're just different players, which is really cool. Danny is incredibly versatile and she is really competitive. And uh, she has grown uh, mentally in the last couple of years to where um, you know, she's more willing to, to try things on the court, which can lead to some just pretty outstanding plays. Um, you know, her and Paige have have a fun kind of twin telepathy thing that'll happen every once in a while in practice. And you're just like, good Lord, how does that happen? But they're just, she's she has continued to grow her game as she gets ready to go to Lady Grizz next year. And she's just coming in very focused and um, has put in a lot of work in the off season, got a ton of shots up, really worked hard to just advance her game. And so I'm excited to see see what she can do. And, you know, she can play honestly one through five for us if we need her to. So we'll look to utilize her versatility a little bit this year, even more.
0: And then Jamie Sheridan, one of the top assist leaders coming back in girls basketball in all of AA. Uh, how has she progressed?
1: You know, J- Jamie just continues to be kind of our constant. Uh, she doesn't turn the ball over a ton. She makes the right reads on offense to facilitate. She's definitely a pass first point guard. She loves Loves getting getting the ball to her teammates. She's really unselfish that way. Um, I think that she's continued just to improve her her outside shooting a little bit. She's you know added some attack moves to her to her game, and um, you know she's coming in as one of the best defenders I think uh, at the AA level. And so you know all of those things are what make her so valuable, but I think really Jamie's biggest strength is she's just a great facilitator for us and just does the little things at the point guard, spot that don't end up in the stats, don't end up in the paper, but, you know, end up in the win column for us.
0: And then looking at one of your best shooters, Mara McGinley, uh, just remember seeing her last year against Flathead and what she was able to do from the three-point line. Uh, how is she? How she, How's her practices been this month?
1: They've been good uh, you know she's she's starting to shoot the ball with a lot of consistency and she's getting into the flow of our offense and um, you know she's one where even if she misses one or two you know that she's going to be hunting for that next shot opportunity and that's what we want in our shooters and so she's uh, you know she's continued to work on her range a little bit in the off season. she was working on and she already had some pretty good range in her three-point shot so she's continued to work on that and her attack moves again um, that was a big thing she knows that now teams are going to know that she can shoot the ball. So she's going to have to be able to contribute in other ways. And I think that she's made a really nice adjustment uh, with that. And, um, you know, the she clicks really well with with our passers because they know that they get her the ball, we're going to get a great shot and a great look at the basket from her. So um, she's she's done some really good things, and she's just improved uh, physically a little bit as well, which is nice.
0: And then Coach, uh, on your roster as well, who have been some players? in mean, it we don't know the names yet, but we're going to find out their names here shortly.
1: <laughs> so Audrey Hofer is uh, I think going to be a big contributor for us. Uh you know, she's going to start for us
0: uh in
1: in place of where Michelle O'Malley was last year. Um you know, she just she can run the floor, she's got a great vertical. She does all the little things. Um she can attack the rim. She was second in three-pointers for us last year and so I look for I look for big things from Audrey. I think that she has the potential to surprise some teams. Um she was able to get a lot of work in this off season as well. And I think that will only help her. And she's just a great athlete, you know, great volleyball player, great athlete, super coachable. And again, just clicks really well with the rest of the team um, and can defend really any position on the floor, which is a nice luxury. And then uh, we've got two other seniors, uh, Carly Gross and uh, Keaton Sayers, and they, they will look to contribute at the wing spots for us. Keaton's a, a good little shooter who can come in and hopefully, you know, hit some outside shots if we're getting zoned, things like that. Carly will replace... McKinley-Mahelish, her role a little bit for us last year. Um, and then Rachel Stacy is a junior for us uh, who will see significant minutes at the three and the four spot. And she's a lot like Danny in her mobility and versatility, can guard really anywhere on the court, um, and just continues to grow in confidence as she gets playing with these girls, you know, every every day in practice. So Rachel could be one that is going to be fun just to see her grow as a player over the course of the season.
0: Coach, you also have 14 conference games. You start right with conference play, no non-conference games. Uh, How important is it to get off to a good start?
1: You know, I think it's important. I think that, you know, you always want to start things off, uh, you know, as as positive as possible. But I think with the circumstances of this year, things are already starting off differently and weird. Um, We want to be the best that we can be as we go into that postseason playoff type look play. Um, you know, and we we obviously open with some really tough teams. And so I think the double A uh the West double A has some really quality teams. And so, you know, it's it's gonna be a battle every time we step on the court. Um, you know, it'd be great to to, to win every game. If we don't, we get better to where we can, you know, be where we want to be at, at the end of the season. So, you know, games they're they're important and I think there's a lot more um emphasis on them this year without the preseason. But Um, you know, there's, we just have to keep improving. I think that's going to be the big thing. And whoever can, can improve the quickest in a short amount of time is going to have the most success at the end of the season.
0: Coach, you guys get ready for Butte and Hellgate this week. And to go with that, it's pretty much a Thursday, Saturday schedule. So essentially in a way you're playing a college basketball schedule, not, uh, obviously not too far from what you guys have had in the past. Um, what do you think about that every Thursday and Saturday, uh, you know, 48 hours to get ready for a new opponent?
1: You know, it's definitely a quick turnaround. We're looking at it. It's similar to, uh, you know, divisional state where we, you know, we at least have a day in between where divisionals and state, it was just back to back. And even when we come up there to, to the Kalispell schools, it's a back to back, which is, it's tough. And so getting kids to kind of turn the corner quickly, um, I'm hoping that, um, you know, it kind of helps us get in that postseason look, whatever that may end up being like, but, um, you know, just being able to turn the corner quickly on a game, recap that one, and then, all right, let's look at what our next our next scattering report, our next matchup is, and get ready for that game. Um, you know, as a coaching staff, we really have to work to not look too far ahead and mm-hmm. say, okay, these are all the things that we need to have prepared for these upcoming games and really take it one game at a time. Um But, you know, fortunately, we've got a very veteran group who is used to that. So I think that that is an advantage to us, maybe compared to some other other teams. But it's definitely a quick turnaround and trying to, you know, create our practices so that we're efficient on those one days in between and not overexerting them, but getting in what we need to get in, I think is going to be the challenge.
0: Right now, we are joined with a head coach of the Capital Lady Bruins, Katie Garson-Forba. Coach, my final question for you is this. Your thoughts on the Western AA Conference as a whole?
1: Um, Like I said, I think that the Western A is going to be tough again. You know, I think the East has some good teams, but I think I look at Sentinel. They lost their leading scorer, but they return a lot of talented players. Hellgate is obviously going to be tough again. Um, and I think Glacier, you know, she's going to have, have a good group that she returns with senior guards and Emma Anderson. And I think they will continue to be very competitive. So I don't, you know, Butte always plays hard. And so you just have to be prepared against them. I think, think, um, you know, we've got two new coaches in Big Sky and Flathead, so don't really know. And then Helena High, I think they'll be well coached. So it's really, I don't know. I think that our conference is going to be tough, which is great. It prepares us for postseason a little bit. I'm excited to see what some of the new systems and what the coaches throw out there and what we see um, from those, those programs. Um, but I think, I think that Sentinel and, and Glacier and Hellgate will be very competitive. And I think, you know, other teams have a lot of talented players that could really, you know, uh, surprise some teams for sure.
0: Yeah, my feature guest, the head coach of the Capitol, Lady Bruins, Katie Garson Forbutt. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. And best of luck to you and the team this weekend.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.